Hi guys, we are back for another episode. It is episode nine and today we're really going to be going into all things TikTok, social media comparison, my experience with it and some really helpful tips. Like there's definitely a lot of information in this episode that is gonna maybe give you an insight to why you actually don't feel great when you're on TikTok and why you're left with maybe a worse body image and this is not necessarily me telling you to come off tiktok it's trying to make you more aware so when you do go on tiktok you can kind of watch the videos with a little bit of distance between you know you don't want to be directly comparing yourself to someone else but you'll understand when i get through what i've got to say on this podcast today i'm going to start with a little timeline little rundown of my experience because i know a lot of you guys came from my TikTok, but then at the same time, a lot of you guys come from other places as well, whether that was Instagram, YouTube. When I started TikTok in August 2020, lockdown, when Anarch Fitness started, like day dot, I loved it. Honestly loved it. It was the most fun. I was getting really creative. I, I really, yeah, it just kind of released this creative spark of me. I was thinking of new ideas. I was like, this is fun. I was able to like take a a video that was trending and completely twist it into like a fitness way um and i think i got hold of that like yeah pretty quickly my tiktok was also growing quite well so i think it definitely motivated me to keep going because it was like the most positive reinforcement cycle i could have you know videos are constantly going viral i'm like right keep going and i like literally just put anything out and i know i had the wrong message behind my tiktoks a lot of them were about weight loss and and i would always be like oh i finally stopped binging and that's why i've lost weight no that you might have been slightly binging before but there was emotional eating and there was actually just normal life eating and i judged that of myself and i told myself like no you know i wanted to lose weight and then when i did to make it like justifiable on the internet i just told people that i stopped binging but like no i didn't um i just got into a really deep restriction cycle and at the time of this fun tiktok era i was in there was absolutely no pressure to post because i was not getting paid at all and even when i was signed with gymshark and stuff i wasn't being paid per post for tiktok and this allowed me to feel more free fast forward to you know, eating disorder recovery where I came off TikTok and well, I came off all social media, I was like, I'm having a break. When I came back, I found it very hard because I had reinvented, well, I didn't know exactly who I was, but I knew I wasn't that girl anymore. And it was actually really hard for me to produce content, let alone viral content, without including my body because that was definitely a factor of things. Not saying it was completely, because a lot of them just had my face in, but I just basically didn't want to show off my body like I used to do. Um, and I found it very hard to make content from that. I did, I, you know, I can happily say that I had a very, very supportive community. Like a lot of girls were there for me online. They were like, look, you know, we don't care what you're posting we're here for you they stuck by me and i appreciate everyone who has done that with me i would say when i came back from my first social media break last year when i was going through eating disorder recovery that whole year that looped around coming to the point where well basically about three months ago i deleted tiktok so i had a year of being on tiktok and 
I could say I was never actually fully satisfied with what I was posting in terms of I wasn't really proud of it. Um, I think it makes sense now because of how I was doing personally in my life. You know, my depression summer and not feeling great. Yeah, there's a reason why my TikToks came out in a certain way. And when I lived in London the last, you know, the couple of months before that that I was posting on TikTok, you know, it's very much just like, I would say dead content, I would say that. Maybe that's not what other people saw, but in my, I guess, personal opinion, I wasn't inspired to make content. I wasn't inspired to make videos. And yeah, so I am so glad that I deleted TikTok and I put up a video on my YouTube why I did. It was almost, if I explain to you my mindset, from that year of being on TikTok and not being satisfied with my content, it's funny that I felt like that because that was, basically when I was being paid. I was being paid that whole year to be posting on TikTok per video from a brand. So not that every single video was getting me money, it was more that the sponsored posts, I was being paid to do it. But obviously you guys know that I am only ever working with a brand if I love it. Like that's just the way it goes. And it was funny that when I started being paid to do those videos, my focus solely went on them. But then at the same time, hated doing it so it caused me to actually not do the deliverables and yeah I just I within the companies let's say Gymshark or Misfits I'm known to not deliver on time to not really do things properly or whatever and the change in my mindset was instead of looking as my TikTok and I can post whatever I want you know post all my videos be creative and then now and then put in a TikTok that, you know, I'm always wearing Gymshark. I just have to add their page and write ad and then it becomes a post. But I had such a confliction, I don't know what to describe it as, but I started seeing my TikTok page as, like, let's say I look at on a monthly basis, I go, right, I've got four four Gymshark I need to post. I need to post four Gymshark. And I would not focus on the, my content. I would just focus on like, I need to do that. And then one of my rules of content is don't flood with ads. So don't give people ads in a row. No one wants to see that. No one wants to, I don't want to. So then I would say, right, I've got to do an ad today. So then I've got to have three TikToks in between my next ad. Cause all I was focusing on was not because I wanted the money was because I felt under pressure or I I just didn't love it I don't know so my other TikToks which is what's supposed to be my main TikToks became these fillers and they were just like these crappy little TikToks that I just didn't really have any aspiration to make or anything I'd put them in and then I'd be stressing about my next one and that was funny what I just said I never actually completed my deliverables so I had such a focus on it yet I didn't even deliver Another reason why I deleted TikTok was because of the amount of scrolling I was doing. For a content creator, obviously you've got to find the trends, you've got to see what's going on. But I was almost taking it to the extreme, well not the extreme, but I couldn't help myself. I got lost in procrastination, like I would just, I would be on like an autopilot scroll. And so instead of going from looking for trends, even if I was saving them I was always like, oh, I'll do them later. So I wasn't actually doing them. It also, you know, I think it affected my relationship with my body, but I don't think I noticed it because obviously I'd been on TikTok for so long. It was more of a subtle, a subtle damage. Um, But now you could be asking, Anna, 
why are you coming back on what's going on I needed the three-month break I needed to figure out who I was what I wanted to put out I've also recruited a team to help me so Alex is on holiday with me right now we're doing a lot of work together so she's really helping me out and I've been able to find my feet again and another main component of this decision is because a lot of you guys reached me because of TikTok and I've grown such a community of people you know elsewhere on my Instagram on my YouTube and on my podcast from TikTok itself the power of TikTok is it has the ability to reach millions especially on my page I know that I can do that I can reach that amount of people and imagine if I could be reaching more people not in terms of for my own sake of wow my video got a million like what does one million on a video do but what if that brought a thousand more people or two thousand more people onto the podcast what if it brought ten thousand people onto the podcast and they were listening to episodes and they were feeling better about themselves and they had more self-awareness and more self-reflection and they had a better life like so it's in that way am I using it as some sort of funnel I want to catch people on TikTok that are maybe in a bad place and you know maybe they come across my video and they feel better for 20 seconds maybe that's it and they keep scrolling but they feel feel a little bit better for 20 seconds or maybe someone's really intrigued and they and they go on my Instagram and, and you know and they find more informational stuff and I've pulled them off TikTok so my mission is to help more people and I and I know I have the ability to do that with TikTok and the way that I'm able to come back on it is you know, I've got things that are going to protect me. For example, I'm not going to be the one necessarily searching for trends or finding the audio I need to do. Like, I'll have Alex helping me with that. So then, or if I do scroll, I'm scrolling in a very, you know, you've got 20 minutes now and that's it. The timer goes off, you put it away. Like, I'm not going on there to have a browse. Also, what's really helped me is the stuff that I'm going to discuss. And that is the knowledge of how TikTok directly affects you which I'm going to talk about right now. I put up a poll on my podcast Instagram, Inside Anna's Mind, yesterday, and it said, how would you say TikTok has affected your mind and body? And I put positively and negatively. Now, 18% said positively and 82% said negatively. But I would say there were a lot of DMs that I had that said, oh, you know, sometimes it's both, or whoops, I accidentally pressed positive and it was supposed to be negative. So there is definitely... A little range and by the way if you do want to kind of get involved with the episodes and um, question boxes dilemmas advice polls do head over to the instagram it is just inside anna's mind podcast so starting with the problems of tiktok and i think this just will even if you stay on it which you know i'm one of those that will be on tiktok it's just good to know this stuff and to start with tiktok can cause these problems because it has allowed basically strangers to endlessly react with other strangers people that you would have never met or would have been in your circle when we see a person we don't know on real life on tiktok looking lean tone thin we have to accept that as the truth right because we don't know any more any different we don't have the opportunity to differentiate them in real life and we almost believe that 
what they look like in that one video is what they walk around looking like you're like oh god no you know she's got abs right now she is walking around that like that all day that is her every single day and you think that you should be like that every single day all day but the thing is they don't look like 24 7 and they can't and i'm giving this an example of i was one of those girls that was let's say body inspo or whatever and when i would post my tiktoks right it would be in the morning before I had any breakfast. Even if filming took two hours and I like to have my breakfast in the first 10 minutes of waking up, I would not have eaten before making the TikToks. Now, I'm not saying that was every single TikTok because obviously it came to a point where I would want to make TikToks. But that was like the automatic kind of setup I would do. I'd be like, right, you're making TikToks before you eat so that your abs look even leaner. But no one would even known, and people would have just thought that I had always walked around with these absolute ripped abs. And yes, I was. I was pretty lean. But I think it just comes to show that we always do things, you know, we're trying to always be our best. Their bellies bloat. You know, people's bellies bloat when they eat. Their stomach wrinkles when they sit down. They have their own issues and imperfections. Of course they do, and we all do. However, the thing with TikTok is that they don't show this online. They selectively choose what they post and how they appear online because they can their real self doesn't exist online instead they present this idealistic version to the world that they even can't achieve 24 7 because they don't walk around with filters on their face tense abs post glute pump and an empty stomach all day and i cannot stress this enough in fact i was even anxious about my body because i was like oh god like i'm posting this in my best self way and obviously I don't walk around like that. So when I would meet people in public, I'd be like, oh gosh, like they're meeting me in a different way. And I think this is so important to stress because even if you're not a content creator, influencer or TikTok or whatever, when I didn't have any major social media platforms and I just had a personal Instagram, you know, you naturally always post the very best pictures of you. And I would do that. You know, if I gained a little bit of weight for three months, I wouldn't post. And then I would lose weight and then I would post. And what that caused was if you look, you know, you would look on the Instagram and you would always just think I had this one body. But it wasn't. I just didn't post my imperfections. And now looking back, when I was around 17, 18, I started saying I had social anxiety. To an extent, yes. You know, I had my depression. I didn't want to go out. All of the stuff. But I think the social anxiety aspect was actually the fact that I didn't want people to see my body. And I knew that at the time. I didn't want people to like the reason why I would say to an the reason why I would say no to a night out was because I didn't want people to see my body even if I just had the one percent more fat on it I just didn't want people to see my body and people just didn't know you know I, I kind of kept to myself and it was very anxiety provoking but going on from that when I did have my social media platform I did it when I was in my lean phase and I've done it all the way up to literally three months ago when I delete a tiktok and yes there's been times where like i'll post more not realistic stuff but i'll be like look we all blow or you know this and and i'm fine to do that but i think on the general you know let's say you do set up a tiktok and, and you're dancing with your friends or you're doing a dance by yourself you will naturally only do it when you look best or you will pick the one that you look best right because you're just trying to create this like amazing perfect look and then you've got to keep up with it and then the funny thing is is that other people may actually become insecure from your insecurity so from your insecurities of like oh god i can't show 
the cellulite on the back of my legs and I and I can't show that I've got like a little bit of armpit fluff or I don't even know whatever people get anxious about and then everyone else watching is like fuck she doesn't have any cellulite and like she's so lean and like she has such nice arms and whatever and then it plays on their insecurities that they're not like that 24 7 so it's this absolute cycle that we don't realize they're doing and it was until I kind of understood this yeah did I really realize that I was doing it myself going on from that there's a positive side and it once I had noticed that two days ago like I literally just kind of put it together Alex kind of explained this to me and I was like oh wow that's exactly what I do I started having a new approach to my postings and I made a real yesterday and it's up on my instagram and it's quite cute it's just about saying it's emma thompson speaking over it saying about how your body's a vessel and that you shouldn't be judging it and i was filming myself you know having um eating drinking some water going into the shower coming out the shower lying on the bed and what i naturally found myself normally to do is when i have videos that i need to edit together or let's say a youtube video any video that i put out on the internet i automatically find it you know easier to edit because i just put the parts that i look good in you know if i don't like it at a certain angle i just won't put it in i'm like yeah who cares i don't i don't you obviously can't put all the footage in a video you've got to crop it so why not crop it to the two seconds where my stomach looks the flattest and and i like certain angles like i like i like my side on angle and you know i'm not always fan of the front on or the straight back you know we all have these perceptions of ourselves. and as i was editing it i made a kind of active decision to purposely put in the tiny parts where i in my head think i'm not good enough and and I wouldn't say, actually, I wouldn't say to the extent of not good enough. I would just say preference of the angle, preference of how my body looks. And it was actually so fulfilling. I thought it would make me anxious and I thought like it would like be weird, but I put it up and I was like, I'm now showing the world my absolute true self. Like this is what I look like today. And if you look at it, I literally look amazing. Like, you know, no, that's just me hyping up, but that's just me not even trying to doubt myself. So maybe something that you could potentially do is be more actively open to posting your real body and that's not in a way of like you can post a good picture because I also had this kind of thing like wait am I not allowed to post a nice picture now like is that wrong of me to post the nicest picture and it's like no but this is like what I like recently about the trend of Instagram is like photo dumps where now you know it used to be you had to post well not had to but like people would post the one or two nice pictures of themselves, like the perfect, perfect ones. And now these photo dumps kind of leave room to just chuck in a few silly ones or like, you know, anything. And my active mindset now is to be like, right, if a little bit of cellulite showing them on photo, why not chuck it in? Like, why make it an issue? Because that is what's actually on my body. And if someone bumps into me that day, they're gonna be like, oh yeah, I, I know that, I, I see that and I don't judge that. And in fact, people will feel better and one thing I have to say about like where my account used to be in terms of like recovery and like really helping the body image which I'm always going to be a you know vouch for I don't even know if that's the right word but I don't want to point out the bad thing I'm not going to say bad things I don't want to point out at the fact that like if I post a picture I have to say cellulite is okay right because I used to do that and, and I think it does help people but it helped me more in terms of I had to write cellulite is okay on the picture because I god forbid someone thought that it was that I just would put it up and not say anything 
but that's not what I want to be anymore. I want to be able to just like, you know, not even want to, but like, I am going to be posting pictures of, you know, whatever my body shows and I don't need to make an excuse for it. I don't need to say it's okay. I don't need to say like everyone has this, like just put it up with no thing. I don't want to say I'm self-conscious about, I don't even want to say I'm self-conscious about cellulite because what if someone has cellulite and they're like, bro, I didn't think it was a bad thing and now they're self-conscious because it's fucking not. It's not a bad thing. Like anybody or size can have it. Um, So I definitely think that, you know, this has kind of just come up to my head, but when you find an account, know that it's the biggest reflection on them. Yeah? So if it's like, um, if I'm here like, oh, you know, cellulite's okay, and you could be like, oh, well, I didn't even know if it was like a bad thing. Just know that it's me being insecure about my cellulite kind of thing. Anyways, kind of moving on. What I want to say to you is, how is it fair for you to compare yourself to a version of a stranger online that cannot even look like that all the time. How is it fair on your body and mind to judge yourself and all of your normal imperfections that you see in your real life to a perfected version, a version of a person that you have never seen in real life? Just let that sink in and the answer is, it isn't fair. We shouldn't be this cruel to our bodies and our minds. We need to nurture them, be grateful for everything that they do for us. Recently, something that I've started to do is just like dance a bit more freely in my room or a space and actually look at my body in a way of like love and be like, wow, it moves so amazingly. And I think that's where like the performance part of sports can be good because you're focusing on, you know, oh, wow, my body can do this instead of what does my body look like? As I mentioned just a little bit ago about, you know, selecting clips of myself, people do this. You know, as a content creator, the amount of times you retake a video, like, it was not just someone's first video. Obviously, now I've come to a point where, like, you know, one or two shots and that's it because that's what you're looking like. But people can honestly take, like, hundreds of takes, editing apps, add filters, like the Paris filter on Instagram. Everybody puts it on as a content creator. I can tell you that now. I've decided not to anymore because I actually quite like my freckles but it adds like a little bit of blur which is why people always seem so flawless on Instagram you know some people don't go eating for like a whole day and then we're like oh my god their stomach's so flat and it's like yeah now with this we can't blame ourselves because it is natural for ourselves to compare but it's to be aware and the one thing that is my priority on coming back is making my account a safe place you can come on there and you're gonna see real fucking me i'm gonna be focusing on making my feed and content representative of what you would see in real life keeping imperfect pictures imperfect takes angles that i'm not a fan of treating social media like real life and i think what's funny is that people would say anna you do And, and i believe i do as well in every aspect of me opening up and posting pictures of myself but I think there's just that little bit more of not being so selective over what videos and photos I put out like just adding everything like just actually accepting the fact that's what I look like because I think that's like another little cycle that can go onto people's heads if you flick through 100 pictures of yourself on holiday let's say in a bikini and you only like one of them and you delete the rest it's like you do realise you did semi look like that, but not in a way to freak you out, because 
sometimes I kid you not a bad angle can really be like oh god is that what I actually look like but it's just to have that balance of not only putting out your very perfect pictures to protect yourself and this will help you when you come out in person because isn't this what it's all about like how we are actually in real life you know, you won't be scared to walk out the house with less makeup on because you've shown on Instagram like what you look like with a little bit less makeup, right? Keep your ears peeled for this. Make yourself vulnerable online so you can be more confident in person. And I want you guys to repeat that to yourself during this week. I want that to be a focus of like, ah, can I make myself more vulnerable online whether that's, oh, maybe I'll wear a little bit less makeup or I'll show an angle that I'm not amazingly proud of or, you know what, I'm just going to post the picture of me and my friends even though I might not love, love, love the angle of my body. Because then when you're in person, you're not going to have this, oh my God, I've got to keep up this unrealistic image of myself that I walk around with a flat stomach, a big bum, boobs pushed up, like all of this stuff. A little action step that I want you guys to take is really focus on who you're following now this is something that I did the other day when I logged on to TikTok um and I just kind of had like a rush of anxiety I just saw all this stuff and what was funny was that it was actually my for you page like the friends that I was following and I noticed that god like a lot of these TikToks don't make me feel great and but obviously my best friends I'm like no I love them like there's no judgment there they're the people I love but I was following all these like I would say home friends or people that were friends of a friend that I should supposedly follow because it's like an Instagram follow it's it's a you know certificate of your that your friends and if you unfollow that's like bitchy but I just made a decision like if it affects me at all if it makes me feel crap at all if I'm not appreciating the vibe that they're putting out unfollow don't give a crap if they're like a friend in your friend well if they're in your friendship group then you're in the wrong friendship group in terms of why let's say do you accept some people that really make you feel crap but it's more about if there's just these friends of a friends that you're following and you just don't feel good and you're just seeing stuff you're like you know what I just don't need to wake up and see that unfollow them it actually made me feel so good when I did it and I think when I say like oh it makes you feel crap I think it's that like notice who's only posting their ideal self if they're always looking good and not in a way of like trying to make people look bad but just like if you find yourself comparing yourself to them but then you now know the knowledge of like wait they are they 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 are picking and choosing what they put out how they look you know they know certain things it's like okay maybe maybe this isn't the right account for me to follow why should you compare yourself to the perfect version of someone versus the natural imperfect version of you that you know inside and out don't feel guilty for muting people like you can always mute people if they bring out negativity if it's bad for your mental health and self-worth then it's bad for you and taking action is the only positive Going on from this, I'm going to talk about the TikTok algorithm. Now, I'm sure you guys know, but if you don't, basically anything you engage with, whether that's a like, whether that's watching it for a long period of time um, and it increases its watch time, whether that's a comment, whether that's going onto their page and stalking it, that makes their thing go more viral, right? And 
there's also the opposite side of that where there's a button on TikTok. If you go on the video and you press like three dots or something, you can see there's a not interested button. And this immediately tells the TikTok algorithm that you don't want to see any video like this. And along with, you know, when you engage with a video, does it make it go more viral or more views? What it also does is it keeps giving you videos like that. TikTok takes it as, ah, this person is interested in this weight loss video, um, how to lose weight, right, we're gonna start giving her more weight loss videos. So even though, let's say, you're trying to recover, you're trying to be more positive about yourself, but you can't help and watch these videos, this is where you need to start proactively being on your TikTok. We need to give attention to the good stuff. So if you see a video and you're like, this girl's dancing and she's just having fun or another girl's showing off her imperfections or another girl's just literally like, is just being her and not this, you know, putting out bad vibes, let's say, just, just give it a like, you know, even that. Like, watch it, you know, check around the comments, whatever. And you will get more like that and it will also send their video out to more people. So you're almost adding positivity to their days. You have the power to shape your feed and need to take that control. When something isn't healthy for you, click not interested and report it if it's like misinformation or dangerous. Be mindful by not trying to like and interact with those silly little weight loss hacks and quick workouts and diets that you're supposed to lose like 10 kilos in two weeks. Instead, interact with the content You'd show your mum, your niece, your daughter, like things that you would want to be shared. Your likes are like, I would say your likes are like money. You're validating content. You're like almost giving like a little tip. You're like, oh yeah, here's that. And you're seeing and asking for more. So maybe when you're scrolling on TikTok and you realise, and I think this is where like almost watch time comes in as well. Even if let's say a weight loss video comes on or a weight loss transformation, and you know for a fact this isn't going to be a good one. Like, you know why they're doing this. Like, you're kind of being like, oh, my God, they're so, they shouldn't be doing weight loss stuff. Like, this is so bad, which it is. But by you just literally watching the video, it puts out that people enjoyed the video because you watched the whole video. So it's about proactively, when you scroll and it says, here's my weight loss translation, just swipe down. Like, just go on to the next video or press not interested one of those movements will help not bring more of those onto your account. So there's a reason why you keep attracting certain videos. I just think it's a good kind of thing to also show where you support creators. And this is where I want to come back on TikTok. I want to be all things positive, all things making yourself feel better, giving insights to your life, understanding yourself more. I just kind of want to be that like internet bestie like you know what I'm here and I think there's a difference something I want to say because if this is a thought in my head it's probably in other people's you could say but Anna how do I know if like someone's irritating me because it's their like ideal self and they're only posting their good stuff or if they you know if they actually just look like that and if they're actually just smaller than me or look better than me if someone is bringing more to the thing you cannot I'm not gonna say you cannot but let's say if someone's smaller than you, let's say they're slimmer, but they're posting really fucking insightful content and they're, they're making them, they're making others feel good and, and their focus isn't on presenting their body. It's just, it's just what they have. You can't, not you can't, I'm not going to say that, but one thing I say to myself is like, take more than just the body. You know, their body isn't a representation of how mean or nice they are. 
And I think that's what people have. They think, oh, maybe if they're slimmer, they're more like they've got bad energy. And if they're bigger, then it's more comforting. And it's a natural thing for people in eating disorders to feel. But just look at the personality of the video. What are they doing? What is the message they're putting out? Are they dancing and are they having fun? Or are they dancing and they're trying to have the best angle and pose and look whatever? Like, it's almost like your judgment and just trust your judgment. And yeah, it's been pretty pretty negative in the way of like telling you guys like this is all the tricks or, you know, everyone is literally selecting their best version of themselves to put out online. Why am I going to stay on it? Whatever. And I'm here to say you don't have to. I'm not going to be the creator that's like, no, you must stay on it so I get the views. Like I am here to be there on TikTok if you need it, but to be almost like an escape route for the people that are on TikTok and, and, and haven't been like kind of given that little nudge of like hey you know like this stuff isn't too great for you or here's some insights about your past or whatever I've also decided something that will help me and my mindset with TikTok is not taking on any sponsored posts for TikTok um or at least not to start with and if I do literally just a couple just so that I don't feel overwhelmed and that's not where my focus is I think one thing for me and I don't know exactly where you can apply this to your life but always remind yourself of your mission and your goals and this doesn't have to be make a million or or oh I want to do this and that but it can be like what is something what is your core beliefs some of my core beliefs and and core I wouldn't say core beliefs but core values that I have or missions that I want to take place in the world and some examples could just be like for me being that safe space for other people, being that in touch with the reality, being like, hey, look, I am literally your friend. Like, I am here for you. I want to make you feel great and just kind of give you that, that literal inside the deepest part of your mind because I've been in those situations. I've been in a lot of experiences and, and in the experiences that I haven't been through, for example, uni, for example, things that other people struggle with, I'll just share as much as I can. I think something else to notice is your ego plays, I think, a very big part in this as well. In terms of when you look at a video, your ego wants to put you below or above someone. So let's say you think their body looks worse than yours or they don't have as nice hair as you or you think you look better than them. Your ego puts you above them. You're like, ah, I feel better about myself because they look worse and I look better. Then when you find a video of someone looking better than you, your ego has to put you below them like it's just the way it copes and a way forward I guess is not putting yourself above people like don't go for the point of like oh I just will try not to put myself like below people but like do it the other way around when you see someone stop yourself when you judge them if you go like oh yeah they've got this so I feel better about myself you are no higher than any individual we are literally all equal but it's it's this like ego that puts us above someone or below someone to protect themselves if someone's smaller than you they're no better than you they're no worse than you if someone was less successful in school or less successful in a job they're no worse than you right there's no better or worse but our minds like to play that So even if you can just notice yourself when you're scrolling and you go like, okay, yeah, I feel fine about that person because I like have better qualities. Oh my God, this one, no, I don't. There's a reason why you're flipping between these really high highs and 
I wouldn't say really high highs, but these really low lows. Now, coming on to maybe more of the positive side and, you know, on the poll, there were people that said it helped them. Like it said it positively helped them. And I think this is, again, what we can help further reinforce on TikTok is by interacting with those good videos. You know, I think there is that good side of almost recovery of like people showing like you know it's okay to eat and it's okay to feel like this and the fact that it's actually making yourself feel better because finally people are coming out which I think is the amazing thing and that is what I want to further push out the fact that I can connect with so many people in a similar age similar interests and similar experiences is crazy and something that you can't exactly do in a physical environment like I would honestly have to like be go to some sort of I don't know group talk or something in London and probably find like one person with a similar situation whereas online the amazing thing is that we can connect with so many other people and not feel so alone because I feel for so long and I know people are gonna relate to this is that we really thought we were by ourselves we really thought fuck like this shit's only going on to me like I hate myself so much with this or there's so much going inside my head, or I'm really alone in here. But but, it, but it's not, and there's so many like-minded people, yet we just haven't been exposed to it, this. And that's why, you know, I have no issue with being 100% honest, raw, and literally telling everything online, because, you know, if younger Anna could feel a little bit more listened and understood, yeah, I would do that. Oh, we've got the little bells going off. And remember, if you are on TikTok and you're scrolling or even just on any social media and you're having a little bit too much, you're getting worked up, you're seeing all these perfect bodies or images that you don't feel like you can compete with, turn it off. Delete the app or just turn it off, put your phone down and go do something for yourself. Turn up for yourself. Just as if 10-year-old version of you were looking at the videos and said exactly what you said, you would go up to her and be like, put that phone down, we're going on a walk. Or not even we're going on a walk, let's go get some ice cream or let's go chillax, let's go bounce on trampoline, let's go do something that you would want to do. And the reason why I really want to put this information is out is because the parents of our generation don't know what's going on on TikTok. So they can't be that supportive voice of, you know, you really shouldn't compare yourself to those girls because they just don't know. But if we can educate our generation of what's going on, we can be the mothers to ourselves, the mothers to our friends, and the next generation. Because when they're growing up and they're seeing all this, it will be it will be known. It'll be like, oh, you know you're not supposed to compare yourself to those because they're always showing their best. It's just how like I don't necessarily compare myself to the models in the magazines because I just know like they literally do so much to look like that but back in the day that was the absolute normal and they just thought that's what people looked like Like, that was the normal so I think it is very interesting um and most importantly the people that don't have those parents or that support around them to say you know give this information to understand there is more to than just oh I feel crap on TikTok and everyone looks good like you are literally being handed the people that look like this because they are getting the most likes and comments so the videos are going viral so you're not seeing the normal day-to-day person that has hip dips and and not like a square waist and like all this normal stuff that we all have anyways i want you guys to look after yourselves i'm now switching off we are changing the 
episode days to a Tuesday because I feel like you're a little bit more in touch with your week. You want to hear this at the beginning of the week. You you know, you're a little bit more motivated. You're doing things on a Thursday or Friday. You might be switching off. So I thought Tuesday would be better and it will be consistent. We'll be up every Tuesday. As soon as you wake up, you can listen to it. And I hope you guys have an amazing day. My DMs are always open on Inside Anna's Mind podcast. We're here to be interactive, be a community and yeah follow the podcast instagram so you can be involved in all that and see you guys next week when i will be back in london bye